0: Is that independent research ongoing? Has any been completed? Where can consumers look for it? Um, and we're talking about research on the biological effects of this new technology.
1: I can only f- follow up with you, Senator. To my knowledge, there's no active studies being backed by industry today. It's so dangerous to
2: focus all of this power in the hands of a few people that are able to control these technologies.
3: Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report. Thanks for being here, I really do appreciate it very much. That was Nicholas Pino, the EMF guy and the author of the Non-Tinfoil Guide to EMFs. Friends, one of the promises I make to you at SGT Report is that we will cover the stuff the mainstream horror media will not cover. We will talk about the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. We will talk about chemtrails and geoengineering. And of course, we will talk about EMF, 5G, and so many more dangers that haunt us as the enemies of humanity openly talk about depopulation. Thanks for tuning in before we start just a quick word about our sponsor. Gold prices could surge to $4,000 an ounce in 2023, and Noble Gold Investments has the details. As recession fears persist, Jörg Keener, chief investment officer of Swiss Asia Capital, said that many economies could face a bit of a recession in the first quarter, which would lead to many central banks slowing their pace of interest rate hikes, making gold instantly more attractive. If 2022 taught us anything at all, it's that tangible assets are the only assets you can count on, like gold. Now of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence thousands of people have started to make a move towards securing their retirement, join them by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with noble gold investments. If you get in before the end of this month, you'll get an incredible free quarter ounce American gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT report and I have a very special guest author, Nicholas Pino, his book, The Non-Tinfoil Guide to EMFs. Friends, do you realize that even if we just stick to the mainstream science, we understand that not only 5G is extremely dangerous, but all previous other forms of EMF were unsafe? We have so much to talk about today as the war against humanity only continues to ramp up. Nicholas, welcome.
2: Thank you so much, Sean. Thanks for having me.
3: Well, it's a real pleasure. Thanks for coming on. We scheduled this like a month ago. I know you're hard to get, and right now you're in Japan. Do I have that right?
2: Yes, I'm traveling with family for an entire year. I wanted to get outside Montreal for a little bit after the pandemic, and it feels good to see other parts of the world and just uh, get a breather a little bit. Oh, very good. So you're a Canadian. So you must just love
3: Justin Trudeau. He's done so many wonderful things for your nation.
2: Oh, he's a... yeah, uh... (laughs) <laughs> we think alike. I mean, yeah, it's just been, it's been a whole mess in Canada, you know, with the the restrictions. They, I mean, I don't even want to go there. It's going to take the the whole 30 minutes. But yeah, it's just Canada and Australia and a few other countries were a prime example of what not to do. And yeah, unfortunately, you know, even most people that I know in Canada would disagree with me and say, oh, no, it's been uh, marvelous great pandemic. And Trudeau is a hero in how it's been handled. So at that point, I've stopped debating, you know, so...
3: Well, only the most brainwashed sheeple could possibly believe that any of these world leaders have done anything good for their nations. And I'm talking about people like the hand of the queen, Justin Trudeau, the puppet president who stole the last election, Joe Biden. And of course, you have Macron in France and Merkel in Germany. These people are all in the pocket of the World Economic Forum. But in this conversation, guys, we are going to talk about the science behind EMFs, because We have a tendency to focus really only on 5G. I shouldn't say only on 5G. My friend FireMatic has really proved to us how dangerous basic EMF radiation is. Even remote controls will zap us with EMF. My friend Eric, FireMatic8, sent me this. I had no idea. I think this speaks for itself. That is his RF meter. So you're going to see the background radiation, and then you're going to see the batteries put into a remote control for what I think is a uh, fire system, fire remote control. Watch this.
2: Wow, that's quite a difference, you know.
3: Yeah, I had no idea. Only that looks exactly like one of the remote controls we have for a sound bar hooked up to one of these LED TVs we have. So I had no idea that remote controls at this point in human history could possibly be emitting so much RF. Uh, That's quite startling.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, I did know that they do. Uh, but I had no idea it was that much.
3: Uh, Nicholas, in your view, why is it a mistake to only focus on 5G? We know 5G is dangerous, and we'll talk about that. But why is it a mistake right now to just focus on 5G?
2: Well, I published an entire book on the topic, Sean. Uh, in 2017, when I authored my book, 5G wasn't even being rolled out. It was tested in a few areas starting in 2018. And then the rollout started in down areas in uh, large uh, theaters like uh, NFL uh, games, for example, or basketball games, and n- now they're blasting people with with five G as they're being entertained. So that was really the the start of the five G rollout. But prior to that, the dangers had already been established on many levels, including can increase cancer risks, and I mean even. Even the very mainstream uh, science like WHO identified in 2011 that this is a class 2b carcinogen for what that's worth, right? Because I don't really believe that we should really listen to WHO, but it just tells you that the science was already overwhelming on the cancer risk, but that's just cancer. Cancer is long-term. I'm more interested in the short-term effects. People get sleep deprivation. People feel depressed. They get fatigue. They get lowered energy levels and they get higher oxidative stress. So overall, this is an environmental toxin that we should really look into and minimize try to minimize our exposure just like we try to minimize our exposure to pesticides glyphosate or uh, arsenic you know in water and food in the air this is on the same level but that was proper to 5g so all the research was really pointing towards that this is an environmental toxin that could be extremely dangerous to adults but even worse in children and that was prior to 5g so i'm talking about not only the 4g towers the lte but also wi-fi also our use of bluetooth devices very close to the body and these dangers had been identified starting after the second world war but for those are, that are well versed in in history, or just understand basic logic in how military uh, operations go, when the, the U.S. military discovered that the radars that are radars operate at a frequency that is similar to a cell phone, although at a much higher power, but these radar operators were getting all sorts of illnesses, but that information was very inconvenient because using radars is a tactical advantage and it was during the world war ii and then after that we went into the cold war in the decades that that followed and it was a big advantage for the u.s and their allies to be able to use radar and expose their personnel to higher levels compared to the russians and other uh, nations that had already discovered these dangers and were not exposing their personnel as much. So it was really a tactical advantage. And you get reports um, dating from the 1970s that say, if this technology makes it to telecommunications, they were kind of predicting the future of the telecommunications. Uh, it could be very inconvenient for the rollout of future telecommunications if we had to put restrictions on how much radiation we can expose the general population. So already they were uh, foreseeing that we should not put limits on how much radiation we can put towards the population because it's going to be bad for business. And it was before the launch of the first cell phones in the 80s. So, you know, the dangers had been identified back then. I I talked to a very high level scientist, Dr. Magda Havis from Canada in uh, a previous summit in uh, in 2021, and she talked about these documents and these uh, military researchers like Zori Glaser who had identified these uh these dangers in the 1960s 1970s and they were basically pushed aside in order to run a telecommunications network for military purposes but also then eventually it became a huge industry and nowadays the telecom industry and the tech industry combined are larger some say way larger than big pharma so you can imagine um how how much money there is to be made and the corruption, as always, that comes with that.
3: Well, let me do a screen share here. I'm going to go to my site, thephaser.com. We've had numerous conversations about 5G. And I just want people to understand that the VAX EMF 5G kill grid is real. You guys can watch these videos. But how about the connection between parasites and cancer, COVID VAX and 5G? There's this one, 5G Death Towers of Power with J.E. Lukacs and my conversation with uh, Victor Hugo about the 5G global weapon system being unleashed. And down below here, 5G is a weapon system, fifth generation warfare. Is this going on in every nation in the world or just Western nations? And is it the worst in the United States where Tom Wheeler was foaming at the mouth to approve and fast track 5G? And in his words, to hell with the safety studies. It's just too damned important
2: exactly yeah wheeler you know was uh, basically someone from the industry controlling the fcc and before being appointed at the fcc he swore to destroy the fcc from the inside out and this is from a report from the harvard center of ethics uh, and there's an entire report. If you if you guys want to want to have fun, I guess if you are geeks like me, just type Harvard Center for Ethics, FCC, a captured agency by uh, Norm Alster, and it's a, it's really you know again very mainstream source that s- says how much the FCC is really a front group for the industry. And to be honest, Sean, I d- I don't know exactly why they're doing it. Um, there might be um, very, very evil plans at play. And part of me, since the pandemic, have become convinced that there are people that just do extremely crazy things in this world. There's also the money incentive is extremely strong. So you have people within the in- the telecom industry, engineers, people who work there that don't want to hear about it don't want to hear about these dangers i some of them have connected with me and some of them are now outside the telecom industry and they become activists they they realize you know what we're irradiating the entire planet this is this is horrible the, the there are vast consequences or or you know hypothesized uh consequences on pollinators for example so it's not just humans we're talking about. We're talking about all these forms of electropollution that might be one of the primary reasons or factors that are driving the elimination of pollinators on this planet. Uh, on, on my latest summit that's coming out soon, the MF Hazard Summit 2023, I have Holly Joensen from the Ex Karolinska Institute, one of the, you know, the most prestigious um, um, scientific institutes in the world. And he said that. This is vastly ignored by environmentalist organizations, but electropollution could be the driver behind the disappearance of, for example, the American bumblebee, 90% gone in the last few years. In Europe, in Germany, you have a 98, it's always 80 to 99% of pollinators or different insects that are gone as of just the last few years and they don't scientists don't understand because in certain areas where you don't have pesticides you don't have these these things that we know kill insects they're 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 still gone so The hypothesis here, and it's very likely that this is the case, is this electropollution is not only affecting humans, but it's affecting all of biology. So I don't know exactly what the agenda is, but the result is this is bad for everyone and we should minimize exposure. And the thing is, humans can choose to, you know, use their cell phone uh, more sparingly. They can choose to create distance between the phone and their head, which they should but what about a bee, right? They cannot do anything about it. And chances are that this radiation impacts how well they are able to navigate. This is also the case in migratory birds. So I don't know exactly, again, what the agenda is, but the result is we are destroying all of biology. The long-term thing that might happen is that we are destroying the planet. We are destroying our ability to be healthy human beings. And I mean, in the US, because I take it because it's one of the worst examples in the world when it comes to health, I think, and and compared to how much money is invested in that healthcare system, in that sick sick care system, really. Well, in the US, you have now more than 50 percent of people have chronic disease so it's become the norm to have chronic disease or it's the majority the minority is doesn't have disease and it's not even healthy it doesn't have you know die something you can diagnose that puts you in trouble and long term like you face that basically so it is technology that is increasingly polluting our environment because People are so focused on, on 5G, Sean, and this is important to focus on 5G. And I, I supported myself initiatives to stop 5G. Now 5G is, is, is rolled out in a lot of different markets, a lot of different countries around the world, mostly the Western world, but also emerging countries. Everyone wants to join in the party. Why? Well, I mean, there's the military reasons because they want more surveillance. The corporate, uh, the corporate also um corporations want to gather information from citizens and resell it that's the new economy there's that there's also incentives for the telecom industry to roll that to everyone and then they are trying to convince everyone around the world that we need 5g right well we need faster download speeds as if the previous technologies were not um fast enough and in reality 5g is kind of no one wants it but we're getting pushed these technologies but in the meantime What is important is knowing this, engineers had already been starting to discuss 6G and 7G a few years prior. As I was writing my book in 2017, the 5G rollout had not started yet. And in 2018 and 19, engineers were meeting in uh, Helsinki or, uh, you know, just meeting, talking about, oh, what, what is next? 6G, 7G, global satellites. I don't know but I I really I I, I would not be surprised that 8G is around the corner because it, it's basically so permissive, the rules that we have in place, and the regulatory agencies are so corrupted that anything goes. And that's really the big issue that I see. If we are so focused on stopping 5G and it works or it doesn't, they they just change numbers and they roll out something else. So my thinking has become, since I wrote my book, we need safer technology. And we, and it means as a whole that before rolling out technologies, we need to have these ethical, independent scientists that look at these health effects and not the pro-industry scientists that are really, you know, shills that are bought and paid for by who or by large organizations we need the independent scientists like holy and those who have lost everything you know it's it's the same story with the pandemic when you focus so much on um on on saying the truth you rarely have funding for a long time and that that has been the case for holy once that has been the case for several scientists that are studying emfs so we need to really encourage them And as far as individual protection goes, well, my thought about 5G is regardless of what you think about 5G and the the grid, you should also worry about your own personal exposure to this radiation because it will interfere with your ability to stay healthy and to think straight. So we should also among activists say, well, you know, we can do things on our cell phone and we communicate with cell phones and that's tremendous, but we should use it in a safer manner. For example, turning it off at night, not having the phone right next to your heart or I mean your genitalia or your head all day, every day. We should start doing these safe practices because it will also make the rest of the public awake to the fact that there are these dangers. 100%.
3: Uh, Only thing I bump on there is the obvious statement that you make, which I agree with, which is we need safer technologies. The problem is these captured agencies and these corporations, and frankly, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the New World Order, they don't want safer technologies. They want technologies that will help depopulate. And they're openly saying that now. So this is not the realm of conspiracy theory. I don't know, uh, you probably didn't see this if you're in Japan, but 60 Minutes featured Paul erlock the eugenicist, and he's very anti-human. And he said in that interview that humanity is not sustainable. So that's the talking points coming from these people. So as it pertains to EMF, any form of EMF, do you think it's contributing to the plummeting sperm counts we're seeing around the world? Do you think that's true?
2: I agree 100%. And this is, again, very mainstream. If you ask, for example, the fertility experts, the fertility scientists uh, at the Cleveland Clinic in 2010, you can find brochures in their fertility ward uh, explaining to men five things they should do to maintain their fertility. And in there you had, do not put a phone in your pocket. I don't know if you heard about that. I did not. (laughs) <laughs> to 2010 i had no idea i was a a, a younger man right 10, 10 12 13 years ago now i had my phone in my pocket 24 7 i can tell you that i mean except when i sleep and even that it was probably next to my head instead so we know that there is an extremely strong correlation between keeping a phone in your pocket and a reduction in sperm count and also motility and uh all forms uh, all all markers of sperm quality so we know that there are teams from south korea that fi- that found the same uh in north america is the same all around the world there's almost a massive consensus that this is a problem but you know the problem is as always that it does not become policy like this in a in a flash so at the moment we know that this is damaging to fertility and yet you would be hard-pressed to find, you know, the average citizen has no idea, and if they knew, they would be angry, and maybe they would, they would change their habits, or maybe they wouldn't, but at least they would be informed, and this is not the case. So, yes, it is a massive contributor to the loss of fertility, and uh, unfortunately, these cell phones, for example, the 5G-enabled phones, are in in my view way more dangerous in how much they can emit because of this phase array you have multiple antennas inside the phone and then the cell towers have multiple antennas in 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 the large square sometimes up to 120 different antennas that can do beam forming and if you had that in your pocket next <laughs> next to your, your genitalia it, it's it's probably not good and how many studies do we have prior or did did we have prior to 5G being rolled out to ensure its safety? Zero. And this is what the industry uh, um, uh, admitted uh, and, you know, since then they've just been rolling it out saying well you know all previous technologies were safe of course that's a complete fabrication uh so therefore 5g will be safe as well uh and we don't need the studies." so now they're becoming even more reckless than before in how much they are pushing new technologies with uh, unknown effects the the likely effects are Everything that we had already seen with 3G, 4G, LTE, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, except worse. Because now they're added on top of all these previous technologies and dangers. So yeah, big problem for fertility. But you know what, Sean? We should also mention women fertility might be also impaired. And there are a lot of scientists that that would claim that these dangers are even more concerning because you get one set of eggs for your entire life uh, as a woman versus the 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 man can renew their sperm count after a few months, even if their sperm right now is completely dead and unusable, if they change their habits, they stop putting the phone in the pocket, they clean up their diet, they change environments, and they look at what they put in their body, they can go back to normal or let's say sufficient fertility for women it's it's likely not the case so we might be facing an entire generation of young women who are exposed from the get-go from day zero until their death to that radiation and right now we have predictions that the average couple will not be able to conceive naturally without the help of the medical system within a few decades. So this is where we're headed, where, oh, you know, well, I, I don't know, we do artificial wombs and all these ideas that technologies put forward, but why do they want to put these ideas forward? Well, one of it is is very 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 concerning move towards the the you know the the transhumanist uh, agenda and i don't know much about it but i'm very concerned about that that uh, direction we're we're heading towards but the other one is well because we're screwing up with all these different technologies and we're making ourselves sicker than any previous generation and right now it's getting worse one of the ways that we can reverse that trend or prevent these dangers for ourselves is to not have that phone in our pocket and teach that to our kids. And this is along with legal action, activism, talking about it. These are the weapons we have to face these threats, individual responsibility. And then also, of course, sharing this information to the entire world.
3: Friends, just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor, Noble Gold Investments, wants to let you know that gold was the best investment class for 2022. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. According to LongTermTrends.net, gold actually outperformed the S&P, the Dow, and Bitcoin in 2022. So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month And receive a free one-quarter ounce American gold eagle coin with every qualified IRA of fifty thousand dollars or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Yeah, I want to ask you a very important follow-up question in one second, but let me do another screen share. And my internet's being funny, so I hope this actually plays. But. uh, Listen to this exchange at the uh, U.S. Senate Commerce, Science, and Transportation Committee hearing a few years back when uh, these uh, telecom executives were pressed on safety studies for 5G and they were forced to admit there are none. They don't exist. Listen to this.
0: Uh, We've heard from a lot of witnesses from you today and others previously about the very important potential of 5G technology. It promises to bring us a new era of connectivity with internet speeds as much as five times faster than what we have today with much lower latency. And that's all a good
3: thing. You know, I'm going to pause it there. By the way, I don't have this queued up to where I should have had it queued up to. But let me just say, and you can comment on this, that's what they're trying to sell the people is that it's all about faster internet. Well, who really needs faster internet at this point? You're in Japan, we're having a conversation in real time, and it seems to be going pretty well, and I can get just about any website I need to get on my phone in a moment's notice. It's a lie. They're selling a lie to the people. There's something far more nefarious going on here. There are secondary and third objectives uh, that uh, I think the New World Order want to take advantage of, because as you know, well, you correct me if I'm wrong, is the statement that 5G is a weapon system. Is the statement that 5g can be weaponized
2: is that accurate i don't know there are there are different opinions on that but you know i'm very very concerned because of what i've seen in the last few years and i don't know a lot about what has happened with uh the the nsa but when i learned that for example the the nsa was spying on the cia and all these agencies are spying with each other and so do they have access to these towers, could they use these towers for nefarious purposes, it is likely that the military or other groups have access to the information of the towers or to do things with the towers. There are other experts that will be better versed in, you know, the microwave, um, microwave weapons, for example, which is an entire other topic that I have a hard time studying because there's most of the information is classified or unavailable, but there are good reasons to think that there are similar technologies as the towers that is actively being used against uh, the US embassy in Cuba. This also happened back in the Soviet Union with the US embassy in Moscow. And there are also, I think it might've been Vienna. So there there are at least three to five different examples of similar technologies that use microwaves that have been used to make people sick. So is it the same technology? I think that the tower technology could likely be optimized for human harm and potentially optimize for human good in a sense that we could make them much safer if we use certain set of frequencies, but we don't have this data available to the public. We know that the military increasingly around the world uses these frequencies for different different things, and there are I, I've seen indications that are, I think are very credible that you can use certain signals that are very akin to what a cell phone tower emits to modify behavior to make people more addicted or more compliant and i i personally think it is extremely likely that this could be done or that this is already already being done and you know know what i've you've already had other experts on your show that that talk about these things and say oh yes it is definitely uh, being done. I I rarely study these topics, but the technology is there. And if the technology is there and it's out there, we're being exposed, maybe it's the flip of a switch. I don't know exactly, but it is extremely concerning to put all of this power in the hands of people that do not have our best interests at heart, Or, or maybe it could be in five years from now that someone else takes the control of what technologies we are exposed to. So the the possibilities are just so it's so dangerous to to folk to focus all of this power in the hands of a few people that are able to control these technologies. So this is really my main my main concern is what could be done in the future with all of this grid. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a good answer for that.
3: Yeah, you and me both. Uh, You know, the point has been made as these 5G towers go up throughout New York City and uh, really across the world, the point has been made that if these were militaries actively putting up these weapons systems, people would really wake up quickly. But when it's all in the name of telecom, right, it's all for our benefit, we're told. The sheeple people don't seem to pay attention. So I think I have this queued up correctly. And I just have two more questions for you, important questions before I let you go. But uh, this is Blumenthal grilling these telecom execs on the safety studies that clearly they must have done regarding 5g listen to this
0: independent research i stress independent research is that independent research ongoing has any been completed where can consumers look for it Um, and we're talking about research on the biological effects of this new technology
1: thank you senator I, i think uh... Thank you for your focus on the issue. Uh, safety is paramount and as you alluded to, we rely on the expert agencies, We rely on the findings of the FDA and others as to the requirements to keep all of us safe. Uh, there are no industry back studies to my knowledge right now. Happy to visit with you as to what uh, opportunities you think there needs to be more studies and we're always for more science. We also rely on what the scientists tell us.
0: So essentially, the answer to my question, how much money? Zero. Uh,
1: I can certainly so follow up with you, Senator. To my knowledge, there's no active studies being backed by industry today.
3: All right. He gets the same exact response from the rest of these executives. There are no safety studies that have been done by telecom. And so the answer is we rely on the FDA and the FCC to keep us safe. Well, we know that the FDA is weaponized. We know that the FCC is a wholly captured agency as that Harvard study illustrates. What are the common symptoms of excessive EMF exposure? And the follow-up question to that is, do you think that radiation sickness, 5G, do you think that that could mimic a virus? For instance, what happened in Wuhan, which was a 5G pilot test city. Do you think that the radiation sickness, the exposure to these uh, weapons systems, my words, not yours, can mimic what they'd want us to believe otherwise is a virus that's sweeping a nation or a city?
2: You know, the main symptoms are very very similar in a sense and it's been it's been pointed out that the beginning of the pandemic and of course after that after that link had 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 been made we were in the midst of the worst wave of censorship and 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 everything that that we've seen previously and even nowadays <laughs> a lot of scientists that that I talked to don't want to make that link but even you know Dr Beverly rubik um published a very good paper uh that is just on the fact that all exposure to emf will weaken our immune system and make us more likely to be sick from any source whether it's toxins or a virus or a pathogen can can microwave sickness, which is another, um, uh, another uh, term for electro hypersensitivity, can it mimic the exposure to uh, a pathogen, for example? Yes. Uh, we have, for example, um, uh, chronic fatigue. Sleeplessness, insomnia, uh, tinnitus. Uh, Some people get skin rashes. Some people get depressive symptoms, anxiety, or even straight up panic attacks. Heart uh, arrhythmias, also, or uh, different heart troubles are relatively common, especially with people that keep a phone right next to their heart. And it's been confirmed to me by two different uh, holistic cardiologists that are seeing these patients. So there are a lot of symptoms that can mimic a lot of other things. A lot of people that are electro-hypersensitive think that they have Lyme disease. They think that they have uh, multiple sclerosis, MS. They think they have Alzheimer's. Uh, They think they have uh, something else, uh, food allergies. And then they get outside of the environment. Sometimes maybe they run away from New York City for a weekend and go in the countryside and now they don't have MS or they feel way better now their memory comes back so are you really sick or is your environment sick and that's a big question that's the basis of environmental medicine which is a, a branch of medicine that is looking at these factors including you know what different toxins you're exposed in a city versus a countryside uh, nature where maybe you'll be exposed to fewer of these toxins so, so the answer is is yes, Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that a lot of people are experiencing uh, something that they think is a virus or maybe I got, Food poisoning, or I got this, or I got that. Maybe I got diagnosed with X, Y, Z, but in reality, they could be electro hypersensitive and really be sickened by their everyday exposure, whether it's how they use their gadgets or even the environment around, including cell towers. So um the problem in the medical system right now is that a lot of doctors are still in disbelief when they see these cases and they say, oh, no, well, you know, the technology is safe. So, therefore, uh, it could not have been your cell phone that makes you sick. Um, And when you have doctors that are properly trained to recognize these sensitivities, uh, without a doubt, they start seeing patients uh, left and right. For example, in my recent summit, uh, Dr. Stephanie McCarter in Dallas uh, said that in 2017, when I originally wrote my book, she was seeing patients maybe once or twice a week that said i'm electrosensitive, i feel sick when i talk on the phone it gives me migraines and i cannot sleep at night but she says that now in 2023 as we recorded the interview she sees them every single day and younger and younger ages so sometimes they come they're they're in their teens uh, uh, early 20s early 30s and they're already sick and they're extremely debilitated by these technologies so before they are diagnosed and they realize they put two and two together and they realize my god it's mainly the EMFs that make me sick, or it's a big part of why I feel that way. Well, maybe they blame it on something else. And in the last three years, you blame it on a pandemic. That, that was basically the main reason people got sick from any reason whatsoever was, oh, it's probably the pandemic, right? This is really how how it's been instilled in the mind of the average person out there that, that might still uh, look at TV a little bit too much.
3: Well, it's just my personal opinion that 5G and this mRNA technology, this bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, these are two parts of an agenda to depopulate. And of course, any technology can be used for good, but of course, they can also be used for evil. And right now, we definitely have evil, sinister people that are running the world. People like Klaus Schwab, like Yuval Noah Harari, like Bill Gates. So these are people that openly talk about depopulation. They really talk about overpopulation and they point the finger at human beings as being the problem. The cancer on the planet is human beings. So we need to be very, very aware and we need to wake up our friends, neighbors, and colleagues to these agendas because we are the ones facing down the barrel of a gun that's being pointed at us by these people. So just two more questions. What are some mistakes people are making which might expose them to higher levels of EMFs that they may not be aware of And what should they do instead? And then my follow-up question to that is mitigation. Because I have to believe the elite that know what this plan is, they must have mitigation strategies in place because they're rolling this stuff out globally. So if you're near it, theoretically, you're gonna be targeted. How do we mitigate? And then what are some of the mistakes people are making?
2: Yeah, the main mistake is really having gadgets too close to your body. It starts with your phone, but we're talking also with these Bluetooth headphones or any Bluetooth gadgets like wearables or, or watches that are really very, very close to your body. And this is where you're, you're going to get the highest uh, percentage of intensity towards your body. And these exposures are linked with cancer. And this is really, in my mind, if your phone could kill you, it would be that way. It would be true developing a glioblastoma, which is the deadliest type of brain cancer known to man at the moment, or an acoustic neuroma where complications and it can include deafness or death. So it's not better if you talk on the phone, you should not have it on your ear, even though that's what everyone does. Well, if you're listening to this, you probably don't do like everyone does. So start just talking on your phone on speakerphone or with wired headphones solutions. And right there, you will reduce your radiation exposure by 90% if you hold it at a distance. And also, if you have a phone in your pocket, it should be turned off or on airplane mode. And I know it is inconvenient. There are Such things as different cases that can be bought, such as the ones by Shield Your Body, which I think is a very, very reliable company that creates these personal solutions. But even with those cases, if you're in an office environment, don't keep your phone in your pocket. It's it's just a bad habit. Keep it in front of you. Right there you're gonna have a reduction of 90 percent because when you create a distance the signal intensity will drop off exponentially so i'll mention that and finally i'll mention before bed turn off your phone or put it on airplane mode if you need to keep your phone open because you have kids they're out maybe they're outside at friend's house and this is your only communication means okay but keep it at the other side of the room as much distance as possible from your pillow because your phone can directly interfere with your ability to get good sleep next thing you know it's been 60 nights that's restless and you start becoming crazy yourself so it is very primordial that you get this good sleep especially if you want to keep good mental health and physical health so that's really the the primary mistakes that I see people seeing is being too close to their device all the time. Uh, and what was your second question, sorry, Sean?
3: The follow-up question delves into the area of guesswork. We need to yes. speculate what these people are doing, the elite. How are they protecting themselves from this dangerous concoction of EMF? Mm-hmm. because we're all being exposed to it? So theoretically they are too
2: that's a that's a good yeah exactly that's that's something that's been on on my mind so much you can shield yourself you can create shielded solutions in your bedroom there are certain people that are very wealthy that i'm aware of that have entire homes shielded against external emfs in those homes you would not initially open your phone inside the home because your entire home is shielded and you would basically get a very very powerful cell phone signal bouncing around so if you shield a bedroom for example using either a bed canopy something you can put over the bed or using a special type of paint on the walls and you can have film transparent film that blocks rf on the windows or special curtains these solutions are available to the public and this is a more let's say a more advanced mitigation strategy that i i don't talk about right away because right there we're talking about about around five thousand dollars for a bedroom so if you don't have the means to do it you kind of feel very overwhelmed by the idea of oh well you know you throw your hands up in the air and say in reality just turning off your own by turning off your own devices, will help you reduce how much radiation exposure you're getting. You cannot turn off the cell phone towers, though, so you can get away from them. So if you live far away from cell phone towers, which is a very difficult thing to do, increasingly, increasingly so, uh, well, you have less exposure from these external sources or you can use the shielding solution and for these shielding solutions i would not try to you know do the work myself i would hire a building biologist or some form of emf consultant that can come to your home just like an electrician or plumber would do and take a survey of your environment and help you implement these solutions so my thought is if i were very very rich a billionaire i would have an entire home shielded again external sources and you can be in the middle of new york city and have a pretty clean environment inside where you would not even get a cell phone signal so that's my thought that's how i would do it i would shield myself and then there's probably i mean there's there's probably unknown technologies that are way more effective than whatever consumers have access to so there's that
3: Well, we know we are under fire as people are rolled out, eugenicists like the one featured on 60 Minutes. You know, they're uh, there to tell people that uh, human beings are the cancer and the problem and depopulation is the answer. So these conversations will continue because the war against humanity will not relent unless we arrest these people and try them for their crimes. So, Nicholas, I want to thank you for your time today. Uh, Your website is at theemfguy.com. Is that right?
2: emfguy.com And uh, also for people that maybe want to go deeper and learn about EMS and uh, these uh, action steps you can take to protect yourself, we have the emfhazards.com, EMF Hazards with an S. And that's a summit with 18 of the world's top uh, doctors and scientists on the topic uh, for free from February uh, 2nd to 5th. So I'm excited to present that to the public and try to have more people who talk about these dangers. Because they're vastly underappreciated.
3: Yeah, they really are. And uh, the alternative news media is really the only place to find this type of information. It's really not covered at all by the <laughs> mainstream. So, all right, guys, uh, the author of the book, The Non Tinfoil Guide to EMFs, Nicholas Pino, has been our guest. Thank you, Nicholas. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. And friends, thank you for tuning in. As always, a special thank you to our subscribe stars. And friends, thank you for visiting us directly every single day for the real news, the antidote to corporate propaganda at sgtreport.com. May God bless you and your family in 2023. Bye-bye. Either hydroxychloroquine or corsetin is the delivery system for zinc, but the federal government even knew then. So for them to come and say, well, we didn't have data, we didn't know, that's a lie. This is all about protecting big pharma. This is all about ushering in this new world order. It's all about destruction and death. It's all about pushing their narrative, period.